if you think the number of Joe Biden's IQ is about the same as the age of the girls that he likes to sniff, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to this channel. Welcome, everybody. Friday the 13th. Yeah, buddy! Luckiest day of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friday stream. Shout out to all you guys tuning in on Rumble, DLive, Foxhole Fam. Thank you, everybody. We got a good show today. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. Joe Biden's declassified documents. We're going to take a look at some of the fallout from that. The media is turning into conspiracy theorists. If you thought we were the conspiracy theorists. No, we're going to take a look at what the uh, clowns on The View were saying about it. Also, this congressman blaming it on the Republicans, saying it was planted. These docs were planted there. Yeah, BS. Um, Trump retruthing a basically a Q drop. That was pretty interesting yesterday. Pretty fun. We'll take a look at that. We got more Twitter files. We've got, let's see here. The CDC is now looking at vaccines. Finally, freaking finally. Only took two years, I guess. They probably should have done that in the trials. You know what I mean? Uh, also, Brazil's on deck. Also, the World Economic Forum, the Weffers, those globalists. Um, and we're going to finish up talking about the UFO report. Joe Biden's Office of National Intelligence, the Department of National Intelligence, putting out this UFO report yesterday. Hell of a timing, right? All these Biden documents coming out, the Twitter files, the House of Representatives getting into investigations, all this sort of stuff going on. Hell of a timing to drop this UFO distraction. So we'll take a look at that. I'll tell you guys some of my thoughts. You might already know my thoughts on it. But uh, for those new here, new to my channel, new to my work, you'll kind of get a brief theorizing understanding a brief on my beliefs having to do with ufos space programs hidden technologies things like that that'll be the final thing we discuss all right guys without further ado let's go ahead and get into it noble gold investments is here to let you know that gold was the best investment class this last year and according to longtermtrends.net gold has actually outperformed the s p 500 dow and bitcoin in 2022 and it's already up 5% this year already. So go check out Noble Gold. If you open a gold IRA or silver IRA through them this month, you'll receive a free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified investment retirement account that you open with them. Can't go wrong. They've got lots of satisfied customers. A link for Noble Gold will be in the description below this video. So first, I just want to share with you guys Trump Jr. posting my meme today. Heck yeah, man. This got me uh, This got me excited. You can even see he left the watermark in there too. <laughs> uh, but he added or somebody added these words on it. Nevertheless, Trump Jr. posted this on like all of his accounts. And it triggered the shit out of Media Matters. Love to see it, man. Media Matters says, it appears that Donald Trump Jr. posted a meme from QAnon influencer Jordan Sather. Oh no, whatever will we do? It's the end of the world. And you love how he blotted out my screen names to my Telegram channel. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Everybody wave. Hi, Alex. We know you're watching. Schmedia Schmatters. Freaking clowns. You are fake news. And also... Interesting post from the Trump fam. This was Donald Trump's True Social account yesterday. He posted this video where the whole video you had a Q drop smack dab in the middle of it. The Q drop that says, sometimes you can't tell the public the truth. You have to show them. Only then will people find the will to change. Indeed, precipice. But there we go, man. It's just a, it's just a fake conspiracy theory. <laughs> Why does he keep doing that? Why does he keep retruthing memes and now Q draws? Pretty crazy. I don't think that story is done. Continues to be told. All right. So let's take a look at what are the what these uh, screeching crazy women on The View had to say about these Biden documents. The true conspiracy theorists are here on ABC. 
daytime talk show. You know, you know what I think? I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know these but it, documents you know appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in office wrong. for well, 40 years. Find Just as we're this close to getting Trump. Ree, ree. <laughs> Just as we're this close. They've been, what, this close for like five years, right? Six years. This close. And no let's fact. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that gets true. me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that. The, I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house. Do they not know how to read? Apparently not, because we learned that they knew for months that Biden had these documents. They knew since November 2nd, but only now were they admitting it to the public, telling the media about it, which brings up a lot of questions in and of itself. But they're saying, we don't know what's going on. We have to find out first. Oh, we know. We know. Declassified documents that Biden did not have the legal authority to declassify were found in like multiple places in his office that he never even went to, in his garage, in his closet. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, does, if stuff is missing, I know it's missing. Does it missing. feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It's I, not. I it did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry. but not, not now. Because one of the things, one of the things he's saying is that, you know, some of these, some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten taken and put, but still. Taken and put. <laughs> Does it feel like it was the Republicans? Yeah. Well, Joe Biden's garage is locked, right? It's locked. So how the Republicans just happen to break into Joe Biden's home, secret service all around, and do that. It's nuts. And they're not the only ones. We've got Representative Hank Johnson out of Georgia. Of course, he's a Democrat. He's pretty much saying the same thing My, res my response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of... Uh, of uh, Joseph Biden, uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated, and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. I'm I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people, P places and things can be planted, um, or things things can be planted in places. Uh, and then discovered conveniently. Plants can be placed in places and plants can be planted in places. And I'm suspicious of the, the places that plants are planted. Drink every time he says the word allegedly too. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So he's suspicious of what NBC is saying? Of, of what CBS is telling us? So you're telling us they're just fake news, right? This guy? This guy. These guys, good lord. Uh, and then we got the White House spokesperson just not having a thing to say. She can't say anything about this. Not a word. Is the president confident? You said that the search has been completed, but is the president confident that there are no additional documents with classified markings that remain in any other additional locations? Look, uh, I can just refer you to what his team said. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process, and I will leave it there. And, and they've been cooperating very closely with the Department of Justice. Nothing to see here, Jedi Mind Tricks. Nothing to see here. Wait, she said, I'm going to refer you to Joe Biden's team. Hmm. All right. Aren't, aren't you, like, a part of that team? I don't understand. It's hilarious. And, in fact, it is some pretty interesting timing. People like Trump and even Edward Snowden, of all the people are coming out and uh, raising the question, saying, why didn't the Justice Department announce the highly classified documents found in the Biden office before the election? Like, the day they found them. It's kind of an interesting, uh, important thing to tell the public. 
They held on to it for months. Edward and Snowden even saying the same. The real scandal isn't that Biden had classified documents coming out of his socks. Because sadly, they've all been doing it. The scandal is that the DOJ found out about it a week prior to the midterm elections and chose to suppress the story, conferring a partisan advantage. No doubt. No shit. There you go. And now we got Jim Jordan and the House of Representatives launching its first investigation into this. And we also have the special counsel being formed as well. Merrick Garland choosing special counsel Robert Herr is his name, attorney out of Maryland, uh, and actually an attorney who once was Chris Ray's partner at a D.C. law firm, and he was later one of Rod Rosenstein's top lieutenants. He actually replaced Rod Rosenstein in that attorney position in Maryland back in 2017, 2018, around then. So we'll see. We'll see if this turns into some sort of cover-up job or something else. And I'm hoping that, you know, there's so many theories, so many speculations that you could take from this. So many questions. Who done it? Why they do it? Why wait till now? What's really going on with it? It's just, it's really getting your conspiracy theory gears going in your heads with this, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I wouldn't doubt if they announced next week that they find more. There's more. We found them on Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, geez. All right. Now let's move on into talking some of these Twitter files. Part 14 we've got now from Matt Taibbi. We got two drops, actually, of Twitter files. We got a part 14, and we also have a supplemental here. So this part 14 talks about Russiagate, particularly the hashtag release the memo, if you guys remember that. I do. That was early 2018. Back in the good old Twitter days, when we were all having fun, before we were all getting censored, those good old Twitter days. But yeah, the whole release the memo hashtag. I do remember back then when the fake news media was trying to pass it off as being Russia. It's Russian bots pushing this release the memo hashtag. Russian bots. And Matt Taibbi's documents that he's releasing here to the public in this thread uh, looks like even Twitter officials themselves found no evidence of Russian influence with this release the memo hashtag. No evidence. But the government was trying to pressure Twitter to censor and say, hey, it's the Russians, so you gotta de-amplify this hashtag. And, and that's that's essentially what that thread was about. And this supplemental here, very short thread, this second one from Matt Taibbi. This one's interesting. There's a there's a uh, document in here where Adam Schiff's team was pressuring Twitter to de-amplify, quote, QAnon-related activity. Adam Schiff trying to get rid of the QAnon activity on Twitter. Yeah, because we were the people lighting Adam Schiff's ass up <laughs> and finding all the creepy connections with Adam Schiff and certain daycares in his district. Y'all know about that? That creepy watermelon head. Pencil neck, watermelon head, Adam Schiff. So those are the highlights of the Twitter files that came out yesterday. And I want to point you guys to a Substack thread that I have. It's the running list of all the Twitter file releases. Uh, I've got part one, and I'll add part 14 tonight. But pretty much all the parts with the thread reader links listed. So if you want to go back and read some of the old ones, or if you want to share this with anybody that's new to these Twitter files that hasn't read any of them yet. Uh, I have, you can find this on my Substack. I've logged a thread reader of all of the Twitter files so far. So, and I'll up the, update that tonight with Matt Taibbi's latest. So onward to our next story. That is Lisa Marie Presley's passing. Um, she was 54. She was very young. She went to the hospital just the other day and she passed last night. They're saying her death is cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. And uh, I'm not sure. I think I've even seen some old tweets of hers surface where she was promoting vaccines. And I believe she was just at a Hollywood awards ceremony where probably had to be vaccinated to get in. But 
You know, you just got to question these days. You just got to question if it's something heart-related, cardiac arrest, if the person is is generally in good health and young. It's a okay question to ask. And when it comes to Lisa Marie Presley, I mean, she I wouldn't really classify her in the best health. I'm not too familiar with her story, but from what I was told and heard, She's been going through some massive depression herself with the loss of her own child, and she kind of has been out of the public eye for years. So, you know, at first, I didn't automatically think vaccines. You don't want to automatically blame it on vaccines without evidence that they are vaccinated. But I think I did see some tweets of her surface where she was pro-vax. But nevertheless, the media is... Again, same thing as the DeMar Hamlin situation the other week. Guy collapses on the field. Somebody passes away fairly young of cardiac arrest. People are going to question. People are going to question the vaccines. And the mainstream media will waste absolutely no time in trying to gaslight the shit out of people to shut up about it. Anger as conspiracy theorists try to link Lisa Marie Presley's death to vaccines. Linking cardiac arrest and COVID-19 vaccine is wildly and irresponsibly speculative, says expert. What expert is that? Give me the name of this expert. Ooh, Dr. Michael Emery, cardiologist at the Cleveland Clinic. Freaking vaccine chill. Probably paid by Pfizer. Shut up. Get wrecked. Get out of here. You are fake news. Linking cardiac arrest and COVID-19 vaccine is wildly irresponsible. Well, then riddle me this, dipshit. How come the CDC is now investigating a link between strokes and COVID-19 vaccine? And we are just getting word of this now. Regarding the COVID vaccine, the CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine, and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and the strokes in some of those patients. And we are just getting word of this now regarding... All right, all right. Strokes, though. Let's, let's talk about that. Strokes. But not heart issues. Not myocarditis, not cardiac arrest, strokes. So that sounds to me like the CDC is trying to play straw man here and investigate a link between strokes and not heart issues. So that's something to, that's something to be mindful of. The CDC could really be trying to play straw man here and uh, brush the heart issues under the rug, but just say strokes. But so many people now are talking about it, have talked about it, are getting issues that CDC is being forced to do something at least. Although it's probably still a shit show, shill show what they're doing. And you gotta love Snopes here. Once Snopes says it, then you know the opposite is likely the case. Snopes says no evidence Lisa Marie Presley's death was caused by a COVID-19 vaccine. Hmm, so many different ways you could take that one. The vaccine causes the issue that causes the early death. And right, chat here saying clots are clots, brain or heart. Point there. We'll see where this CDC investigation goes, but you're a couple of years too late for that, huh? Shouldn't you done that in the trials that you rushed through real quick? Shouldn't you maybe have taken a look at these vaccines like when the issues were first coming out? Of course, it's the CDC. It's the Center for Disease Creation. These dumbasses, so there is that. We beat Pharma this year! Lawsuits are coming, though. Former ESPN employees suing their company over the vaccine mandate. Former ESPN employees Allison Williams and Beth Faber were fired in 2021 for not complying with ESPN's COVID vaccine mandate. I would imagine a lot more lawsuits just like this are going to be coming out, especially from the people 
well, not only from the people who were fired for refusing, but also the people who were coerced, forced to get vaccinated, and then got health issues from that. Yep. Real thing. All right, let's touch on Brazil now. It's getting nuts. It's getting sad there in Brazil. Um, so we had the 1,200 Brazilian protesters who were, who were arrested earlier in the week. And they it looks like they were essentially taken to a concentration camp. Uh, what you could call it a concentration camp. And at this concentration camp, they were forcefully vaccinated against their will. Force vaxxed at the gulags. What some people are calling the lulags. Because Lula da Silva stole the election in Brazil. So they're calling them lulags. Concentration camps. Inmates forced to get the vaccine. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean... Sometimes you got to be grateful that you live in America because it, it's bad here, but it's worse elsewhere. It's worse elsewhere. And Politico, man, I'm hitting this button a lot tonight. You are fake news. Politico with their opinion. The pro-Bolsonaro riot is part of a global contagion. They're liking this to a pandemic. It's a pandemic of election denial. They're calling it populism, polarization, and post-truth politics are expanding rapidly. Liking it to a contagion. Post-truth politics. That's a interesting way to describe it. And in this political piece... Literally in the first line, who were they quoting? Karl Marx. History, Karl Marx once wrote, repeats itself first as a tragedy and then as a farce. I, I, I don't think that's who you want to quote if you're trying to make a point to the free world. Oh, look, and the writer of this opinion piece is a distinguished fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. Frickin' Carnegie. They're all frickin' commies. Marxist commies. And Politico. No problem platforming that. Well, there you go. All right, a few more things here, guys. Uh, let's talk about the flight. Flight issues that were happening earlier in the week. So, went down in the U.S., and I was theorizing that obviously could have been a cyber attack. That's one theory. Another theory I put out there was that it could have been the result of our very active sun. The sun's been popping off a bunch of solar flares. Couple that with Earth's magnetic field weakening, leaving the Earth more susceptible to solar flare effects. So I, I theorized that, yeah, it might have been solar effects that made the... Uh, the America's flights go down, get grounded. And a lot of commenters, some people out there were saying, well, Jordan, why was it just America? Why was it just America that had flight issues? Why did nowhere else have any flight issues? And I'm like, well, number one, America's flight system is the most interconnected. It's much larger than the others. But number two, maybe there were issues elsewhere. And we're learning now a few days later that, yeah, in fact, there were issues in other countries with their flight systems as well. It looks like Canada's flight entry system was also hit with an outage. And then the Philippines had some issues as well. So multiple countries. So this could lend more evidence to, yeah, maybe in fact it was some solar flare effects that did affect multiple countries earlier in the week. But also we could have still cyber attacks in the picture. Maybe maybe these cyber attacks were pointed at a few countries at once. So still questionable situation, but just an interesting point I wanted to make when I saw this particular headline of multiple countries having issues with that. Uh, the World Economic Forum over in Switzerland, the Davos squad having their annual summit. It begins on Monday. 
All of the elitists are flying in on their private jets like they always do fly in on their private jets to then lecture us about climate change and how we need to get rid of our gas stoves, switch everything to electric because of climate change. Then they fly away on their G6s. Looks like Swiss police and the military are already setting up roadblocks and checking fingerprints. Getting people's fingerprints. Getting them on the grid. Friggin' A. <laughs> Getting them on the grid. So I can't wait to see what kind of mess comes out of the World Economic Forum next week. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of beautiful quotes from Klaus Schwab and his cronies. Can't wait for that. All right, last thing here. Got kind of a short stream tonight, but uh, we'll bring the Q&A in for a little bit after this. But let's touch on that UFO report. Came out from the uh, Department of National Intelligence yesterday. Hell of a day for it. Hell of a timing for it, right? Distraction, distraction. The media is saying, oh, UFO reports are rising. Not aliens, but still a threat to the U.S., Pumping their fear porn, calling them a threat. Not aliens. Even though the government in their report said that they have really no clue. They can't say what it is or isn't. Media contradicting their own government. And I love this take from the uh, New York Times. Did aliens land on Earth in 1945? A defense bill seeks answers. Media contradicting itself. Not aliens. But is it aliens? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's it's a giant watered down... They're playing stupid. That's what the government's doing to us. They're playing stupid. No different than Project Blue Book 50 years ago. Government's just going to say, Ha! We have no clue. When in reality, if we're talking actual UFO sightings, uh, most of them are probably our craft. Military industrial complex made secret black project craft. Probably using some sort of exotic propulsion system. Anti-gravity, if you will. Electrogravitic propulsion system. Most UFO sightings are, are ours. They're ours. But the government, the intelligence community, they don't want to admit that because then they would have to admit, oh, we've been hiding this technology from you guys for all this time. So, no, they're not going to admit it was our craft. And even if any of these UFO sightings are their craft, i.e. some sort of intelligence from outside this solar system, uh, they don't want to admit that either because there's hell of a lot of science and religious control systems that would have to get reworked. And that's uh, they don't want to do that either. The cabal, the powers that be. So they're just going to continue playing stupid. And all this mainstream media disclosure has been for five years since you first saw all this in a 2017 blow up from the New York Times. This secret government UFO program and all this sort of stuff. It's been five years, I guess almost six now, of this mainstream media UFO disclosure. It's just all a limited hangout, watered down BS. They're going to play stupid. They're going to kind of dangle the carrot in front of our face. And whenever whenever they need a good distraction, they'll push some new rash of articles in mainstream media. The government will put out a new report, something like that. Um, it's like a big social justice warrior push. Really, it's what it is. So, anyway. That's all, guys. That's all here. If there's anything else you guys want me to look at, feel free to drop it in the chat. Whether it's a link to an article or something you want me to talk about, I'll bring in some Toonskis here and I'll start answering some of your guys' questions. Give a shout out to some of the Rumble rants I saw come in. And it's Friday, so you know what that means. Blues. Yeah, buddy. All right. Got a Rumble rant shout out that I saw come in. Salty Maple Bacon. Ooh. That sounds delicious. Lulag, from prison to presidency, just like Stalin. <laughs> yeah. Lula da Silva. That commie. 
Longtime follower here. Props from Quebec. Speaking of commies, y'all dealing with Trudeau in Canada. Good luck. Thank you. Salty maple bacon. Much appreciated. And then thank you, Porpoiseful, for those gold pills and Foxhole. P-Quest. Thanks, guys. You guys are always uh, here in the chat. Much appreciated. Question, Jordan, your take. Is Nazara Jazara legit? No, absolutely not. Nazara is a fantasy fairy tale that internet scammers have been using to grift for like 30 years. Long time. Pre-social media, pre-internet too. So no, Nazara Jazara is trash. Anybody that promotes Nazara Jazara to you as being this real thing is either totally mis misinformed and they're ignorant or they're just straight up grifters. They know they're bullshitting you and they don't care because they just want money and clicks. Throw the uh, quantum financial system BS into that too. Anybody promoting Nazara Jazara or, or the QFS are really dumb or just massive liars. Do I think Hunter had anything to do with these documents being found? <laughs> That's an interesting question. The fact that a few years ago, Hunter appeared to claim that that house in Delaware where some of those documents were found, the garage docks, Hunter claimed that was his house, apparently. So, that's an interesting question. Could be. Foxman said, Whatever happened to 5G being terrible for humanity? I don't... I wouldn't live anywhere that had 5G, that's for sure. Now, I think some of its effects in conspiracy theory land are, are overstated. Right? I mean, some of the clickbaiters out there are saying that once they turn on 5G, planes are going to be dropping from the sky and everybody's going to get cancer in a year. I mean, yeah. That sounds a little hokey. But, I mean, all these EMF clouds that we exist in from Wi-Fi to 5G, 4G, I avoid at all costs. I don't use Bluetooth headphones. All the headphones I use have wires. I don't really do anything Bluetooth. Um, put my phone on airplane mode, turn my Wi-Fi off when I can. Am I a flat earther? <laughs> no. Mountain Lace, thank you. Gold Pills, Foxhole. Nazara was a bill presented to Congress and President Bill Clinton in the 90s. He denied it. Uh, false. It was not presented to Bill Clinton. Uh, it was a bill. The guy that, like, drafted up Nazara in the 80s or early 90s or something, he, like, actually drafted a bill, but I don't think it ever made its way to Congress. It definitely didn't get voted on, and it definitely was not presented to Bill Clinton. It just went nowhere. But then in the late 90s, there were some uh, like conspiracy theory New Age groups that latched onto this and created this massive fantasy fairy tale that Navy SEALs forced Bill Clinton to sign it. And the reason 2000, you know, the reason 9-11 happened in 2001 was to stop Nazara's implementation, all this shit. And it just hasn't stopped. It just hasn't stopped. Careful of the denial with the quantum banking system by Russell J. Gould. No, I'm confident in the denial of Russell J. Gould. Sorry.
How do I keep up with all the chat questions from three platforms? Sometimes I can't. It gets tough. What do I think of chlorella for cleansing metals out like aluminum and the nutritional value? I'm a fan, I'm a fan of chlorella and the algaes, spirulina, and the like. Uh, I do think it can cleanse metals out, but I don't think chlorella can cross the blood-brain barrier and really cleanse your nervous system out. But if we're talking like liver and kidneys, yeah. You just want to make sure it's cracked wall chlorella when you're taking it, whether powder or pill form. Chat says you're wary of those that think the earth is flat. Yeah, me too. I have a list of narratives. Nazara, QFS stuff, flat earth, med beds. If they claim they have insiders. If they talk in a way that suggests they have inside knowledge. If they pass off their information as intel. There's like a list of narratives and when I listen to people typically good way to vet use that list Concerned about anyone who claims to know the shape of the earth. None of us know. None of us have been out there to see. You don't have to be out there to see. I mean, you can see the shape of all the other celestial objects in our solar system and get an idea. And there's also ways to figure out what you're on that doesn't require you blasting off into space. Uh, have I heard about ammonium chloride baths reducing radiation from your cells? No. Ammonium chloride? That doesn't sound safe. But maybe there's something I don't know about it. No, not familiar. Uh, any thoughts on L-theanine? Yeah, L-theanine's good stuff. Um, I don't take L-theanine itself, but I just drink green tea, so... Helps relax your brain, helps helps your brain wave. L-theanine helps put you into a state of alpha brainwave, which is like a focused relaxation. So yeah, go for it. Update on the case with Corey Good. Ha. <laughs> no, I don't have any updates on that. Last I saw from that were the uh deposition tapes that leaked. <laughs> Flat Earth debates? Man. That would just, like, give me a headache and waste time. The thing is, once you come across a flat earther, they're so ingrained in their beliefs that you're not going to be able to change their mind. So what's the what's the point? It's just like talking to a brick wall. Have I been doing any racist pull-ups lately? I did a, a really racist leg day the other day. 
Some white supremacist squats. Super racist lunges. Corey is just jealous that David talks to archangels now. Oh, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Almost nothing in the universe is naturally naturally flat, right? Everything spins. Torsion. We live in a torsion-based universe. Spin. Rotation is necessary. So it's a natural function. And not just that, but motion. That's a big... Just... Dipshit narrative that a lot of the Flat Earthers put out there is that we live in a motionless plane, or whatever they say. No, everything moves. Everything is moving at all times. We're all moving in space and time and in time and space. Without motion, we would cease to exist. Uh, do I think we've hit the precipice yet? How much farther do we have to go if not? I like that question. Thank you for that question. And thank you for changing the subject. Ugh. <laughs> Frankly, each person's precipice is going to be different, right? But that's getting way out there and philosophical. Um, straight answer, direct answer, no. I don't think we've hit the precipice yet. I think 2023 is going to be a doozy. But in a good way. I mean that in a good way. I mean, just look at the first two weeks of this year, and it's been... Already. It's been crazy. Death of the Fed is probably the precipice. Federal Reserve. I mean, I think we're gonna see some more economic turmoil this year. I think I think these next couple of months we might see. And I, I've said this before. I think we might see a bull market bounce. I mean, we kind of are. S and P is at four thousand. Holy crap! Bitcoin's at like twenty-one hundred. So so we're getting squeeze with everything but i think probably quarter two quarter three we'll see it again lots of sudden deaths do i think it'll get worse yeah that's why i think i don't think the precipice is in with a variety of things with the economy with people's health these collapses with all sorts of stuff. Um, we might get some geopolitical struggles this year. China, Russia. Yeah. Globalists are going to try to push their centralization schemes. Whether it's banning gas stoves, banning gas cars pushing their central bank coins, their digital currencies. I mean, shoot, we're seeing this new, there's like a new 
COVID variant they're trying to push. Um, but then always remember, the more they push, the more we push back. So bring it. Bring on that precipice. We'll just grab the popcorn and make memes. People will wake up. being said make sure you're prepared mentally emotionally spiritually physically financially food on hand maybe some seeds prepping gear a little bit of ammo in the safe not a bad idea bad idea to learn some bushcraft and off-grid lifestyle tactics stock up on books especially informative books about prepping books about how to garden books about how to make things fix things Aren't I getting tired of all this BS? Lots of ups and downs. That's a good question. I mean, it gets mentally draining sometimes, sure, and emotionally draining too with how, how many people are out there attacking and, and just being jackasses on the internet. Yeah, it gets draining, but not this whole... not the great awakening in general seeing people start to piece things together and wake up and get active and help their friends and family wake up i mean it's great it's fantastic keeps me going right and you learn to find balance if this internet citizen journalism work is starting to stress me out i'll take a break for a day or two or I just won't do much stuff online. And, uh... But you gotta find humor in it all, too. You gotta laugh. You gotta have fun with it. That's one way to get you to keep going. The comedians are, that are out there making fun of the cabal and all this nonsense like the awaken aware comedians they're doing god's work they're keeping us sane and these meme pages which with, with just hilarious memes i mean you have to you have to find humor in it thank you dirk that rumble rant we have spent most of our lives learning to analyze alternative media to discern what is true and what is bs the normies don't have that skill set and that's maybe what they fear the most yeah and right i mean that's also another thing that keeps me going is just how many more people out there there is to educate and then the more i work to educate other people the more i'm educating myself as well so it's uh There's continual growth there all around. It's really a never-ending process. 
So I don't know. I enjoy this. I enjoy the shit posting, the making videos, all that sort of stuff. I've been doing it for six years now. Isaac Truth. Thank you for those gold pills. Hope I feel better. I'm feeling good. I'm a lot better at managing this stuff now than I was two, three years ago. Like in 2020. 2020 was uh, kind of rough. I mean, it was it was crazy because that's when we were still on the, te the big tech platforms and then COVID was going and, oh, I mean, it was... Of course, it was 2020. It was crazy for a lot of different reasons. But I mean in terms of where I was just getting stressed out with this work. And there would be times where I would have to take a week off. And then I would get anxious, like, okay, now I'm ready to dive back into it, but how do I do it? What do I do? Ah. I had some anxiety about this stuff back then. So in like 2020, there was multiple weeks I took off and, and stuff, but these days, I'm better at managing it all. Salty maple bacon, another rant. Do you want to see with your two eyes real and proven TV, TV brainwash in a kid's show? Watch a cartoon called Moose, produced in 2021. The episode is named Market Moose. Find the ABCDE cubes and follow. Huh. Interesting experiment there. I'm guessing we shouldn't let our kids watch that show. Am I on a schedule with Badlands? So every Thursday, I do Knowledge Based with Justin. And then every other Tuesday, I have my Conscious Strength show now. So I'm either doing one or two shows a week on Badlands. Will they release the January 6th prisoners after the videos now, right? Good rhetorical question there. Because I guess Kevin McCarthy said he's going to be releasing all the January 6th footage to the public, so... They better. Your guys' questions are cracking me up. But I dare not reply to them publicly. Guys, I've got about five minutes left here. We're approaching the hour. I'll let you guys go party this Friday night. Uh, any last questions, comments? Drop them in the chat. else on the Russians shooting down that UFO 
Well, according to the Russian government, they didn't say anything about a UFO. What they said is that I think it was a it was a metallic ball-shaped object. It sounded like they shot down a drone. That's what it sounds like they shot down. But what happened is that a Russian media outlet ran this story about it being a UFO. They used the term UFO in their headline. The Russian government didn't say anything about a UFO. Ru this Russian media outlet stated UFO. And then Western media picked up on that kind of clickbait tabloid headline, and then they ran with it. So it just blew up from there. Super tabloidy take on the story. It was probably a drone the Russians shot down all reality so you just always have to be careful with these headlines and the way that mainstream media spins stuff it's pretty much the exact same thing that happened a few years ago with that story about the uh, Israeli space chief says that galactic federation aliens are here or something like that you guys remember that story it was just like two years ago Israeli space chief says galactic federations are here and all that sort of stuff. Um, they completely took his words out of context. And in fact, he never said that. I did a, I did a deep dive video on this a couple of years back. Ha, when's the next clickbait video? Maybe this week. Pro probably next weekend, actually. Probably do it next weekend. So next Saturday. But we got some good stuff for that one. There's been some quality clickbait piling up. Right, UFO does not mean extraterrestrial. It's just a general vague term unidentified thing in the air. A lot of UFO sightings can be explained away by it was actually a helicopter they saw, not a UFO, or maybe it was a drone, maybe it was something else. Even like atmospheric phenomena, or it could have been some spotlight in the sky. Okay. If you get a UFO sighting that's not one of those earthly phenomena, then what could it cl be classified as? Might be some sort of black project technology, which I do think a lot of those UFO sightings are. But I don't think all those UFO sightings are black project craft. I do think here and there, there are some sightings that are non-terrestrial craft, if you get what I mean. Still want a brief rumble video on simulation theory? All right, I'll post it tomorrow. Michael Jaco remote views the Galactic Federation while reading tarot cards selling snake venom in the water. All from his beachfront Florida condo. Your husband's in the other room, yelling at Alexa to stop eavesdropping on him. Alexa, stop watching me in the shower, you sick bastard. I ain't got no Alexa, sorry. Mm-mm. What's the Google one? Doesn't Google have one too? Spy devices. Laws of 
Oh, that's a good question. Who am I the most embarrassed by that I did a video with six years ago? <laughs> There's a couple. There's a couple. I wouldn't say embarrassed because you live and learn, you get older, you get smarter, hopefully. Hopefully you get smarter as you get older and you learn. But, you know, I look at 26, 27-year-old me. And just laugh. <laughs> oh, I used to think that guy. I used to think that guy was great. It's funny. Any plans for my weekend? Nah, not really. Just hang out with my fam. I went to a, uh, last weekend I went to a gun show in Boise. It was pretty dope. Just a bunch of old farts there, right? Ooing and aahing at all the collectibles, but uh, it was pretty cool. A lot of old rifles from the 1800s and things like that, but uh, the modern stuff was all way overpriced. I didn't buy anything there. Well, I bought beef jerky. They had really good beef jerky, but now nah, this weekend I'm just going to lay low. Uh, aside from soccer, am I active in any other sports or activities? I haven't played soccer uh, in a few months. I used to play a lot when I was in Washington because I had an indoor center I went to and a group of guys I played with on the weekends. But since I've been here in Idaho, I haven't found anywhere anybody to play with. So I miss it. I could play too. My knee's a lot better. I got to find some indoor center around here. But... My activity these days is just uh, running. I run a couple times a week, and then I I pick things up and I put them down. A few times a week, too. So that's pretty much it. Once the weather starts getting nicer, I'll get out and uh, hike, backpack, things like that. Not a lot of football in Idaho, that's for sure. It was a lot bigger of a sport in uh, Washington, but it's tough to even find a field around here that has goals up. Like, I'll just kick the ball myself. I don't know, but I just want a goal on a field. Not that much around here. Baseball and football seem to be pretty big, but not that kind of football. Alright guys, I'm gonna head out. Good chat. Thanks for chilling. Appreciate you guys. Um, I'll see you on Monday for the next stream. And then next week. Yeah, no conscious strength next week, but a few streams, knowledge based. Do I think Telegram is still worth using, or has it gone down the shitter? I like Telegram a lot. I think Telegram, if used properly, is a great app, but Telegram does suck with how much spam is on there, how many scammers are on there, the scammers that'll steal people's names and faces and then message their followers, try to scam crypto. Um, 
There's so much clickbait disinfo on Telegram. So Telegram is a shit show for a few reasons, but I, I do like it for other reasons. Speaking of which, on Sunday, Sunday morning, I'll be doing a, a voice call, a voice chat in my VIP Telegram chat. So if you financially support me on Locals or Subscribestar or jordansather.tv or Substack or any of those platforms, uh, and you want to get into this VIP Telegram chat that I have, just let me know. Send me an email or something, and I'll send you the link. And then on Sunday, I'll be doing a uh, VIP chat. Talking for an hour or so. So support me. Come tune in. Appreciate you guys that do. Yeah, Telegram's search is hit and miss. Uh, you can really only search for keywords in groups and channels you follow. So it's, right, Telegram's just different. It's different than Twitter, but you gotta just learn to use them. And if you did get banned from my Telegram chat, so I have a group bot on my Telegram chat that filters out spam, and sometimes it kicks people out for links they post um, wrongfully. So if you did get kicked out of my Telegram chat, just shoot me an email or something. Or send me a DM somewhere with your screen name and I'll uh, unban you. Alright guys, good chat. Thanks for talking. See you guys um, next week. I'm going to head out. Like this video, subscribe to this channel. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging. All right, guys. See you all uh, next week. Take care.